Welcome to Behind the Warrior, a podcast presented by the EOD Warrior Foundation. This series will focus on resources, interviews, and topics impacting EOD warriors, their families, and the military community at large. Good afternoon, Mike. How's it going? It's going great, Sherry. How are you doing? I'm doing really well. Um, Today, on our 26th episode of Behind the Warrior podcast, we're going to just be doing a a very brief review of what the EOD Warrior Foundation does, what we're about, how we help the explosive ordnance disposal community, and sort of tell you what's happening maybe in 2021 that's new and different. That's true. And in addition to that, it'll just be Sherry and I. So we don't have any guests today. This will not be a long podcast. We're just going to do an overview of all of the services that we provide, who we provide them to, what we did in 2020, and what our plans are for 2021. Wow. So, Mike, I mean, 2020 was a a crazy year for everybody, and the EOD Warrior Foundation was no different in learning how to pivot and, you know, still meet the needs within the community as best that we could. And I'm, I'm very happy and proud of our team and also this organization for you know, holding down the fort and charging forward with all of the, all of the great things that we do. Yes, and uh, for all of our listeners there, thank you for listening to, the, to this podcast and um, for everyone else that is uh, still here with us in 2021. We're glad that you made it through. It <laughs> has been a very challenging year, and we're certainly looking forward to uh, this pandemic getting over with so that we can get back to our crazy normal lives. Absolutely. Thank you, Mike. Well, I, I think I want to just start off talking about what our mission is here at the EOD Warrior Foundation, and it is to improve the quality of life for the EOD family by providing educational, financial, and emotional support. I also want to remind everybody that our organization exists solely to support the explosive ordnance disposal community across all four services. The warriors, their families, Gold Star families, etc. So um, I just wanted to remind you of all of that because um, it's important for everyone to know. Thanks, Sherry. And uh, that is important because uh, unlike many organizations that serve veterans, we are exclusive to the EOD community. Uh, there are fantastic organizations out there that serve all veterans, um, regardless of what career field, but for Our organization, uh, we only exist to serve the EOD community across all four branches of service, active duty, retired, and veteran, and their families. Right, and Mm -hmm. that's pre and post 9-11, correct, Mike? Right, and that's another uh, good distinction is that uh, many orgs uh, that exist today that serve military and veterans are usually for post 9-11, but our organization, um, if you graduated from the Navy UD schoolhouse, say back in the 40s or the 50s, you would still be eligible for our services. So it doesn't matter what era you served in, you are eligible. Thank you, Mike. And for our first pillar that we would like to go through, it's financial support. And Mike, that is pretty much where your role is with the foundation as the EOD family caseworker. So I will let you talk about what you do. Right. So as a family caseworker, one of my uh, main jobs is to provide financial grant assistance to those who apply uh, through our organization. And uh, last year, we had a lot of challenges, as everyone else did. Uh, We provided over $150,000 in financial support to EOD warriors and their families. And uh, 
again, as Sherry has pointed out, and I have said as well, uh, that is to all the graduates of NAVIOD school. And how we do that is that we look at uh, every grant that comes to us, every application. We look at it on a case-by-case basis. We gather needed uh, information and documents, and we forward them to our grant committee, and uh, they make a decision. So that's pretty much how the grant process works. And uh, we look at 2021 as far as is there anything new on that. Uh, not really. We uh, continue to have this as a solid program. Uh, we're proud to say that nothing is going to change in the way of our grant applications, how we receive them, how we review or vet them. And uh, so going forward in 2021, this, this program should remain healthy and vibrant. Thank you, Mike. And I just also wanted to add, in addition to, um, you know, obviously our primary goal is to support all graduates from NAF School EOD. And there have been rare occasions where we have um, partnered with organizations such as the USBTA and IABTI to assist our public safety bomb technicians if there was a need. And, and even sometimes maybe a potential EOD student that, that may need some emergency assistance. So just want to throw that out there. Good point. Thanks for uh, putting that in there, Sherry. So, Sherry, uh, the next pillar that we're going to talk about is the pillar of scholarship support. So who qualifies for our scholarship program? Well, I am actually going to read this, that is uh, the statement, and it's directly off of our website under the scholarship program. And I just want to caveat this by saying that our coworker, Caroline Miller, is in charge of the scholarship program. She oversees it. So the people who qualify, and this is from our website, are the EOD Warrior Foundation scholarships are awarded to EOD dependents to assist with tuition, books, and fees at accredited colleges, universities, trade, technical, and vocational schools. Scholarships are awarded to EOD dependents based on academic merit, community involvement, and other criteria. Family members of fallen and wounded EOD warriors qualify for wounded warrior preference. And in 2020, we provided over $200,000 in academic awards, um, and those were dispersed among 100 and 30 EOD dependents. Uh, Some additional facts that i just like to share is that this is a merit-based scholarship and does require a personal statement from every applicant. Um, Also, Caroline asked that I clarify that the EOD Warrior Foundation does not decide on the scholarship awardees. The scholarship committee is comprised of volunteers from the community that review and rate each package. Please also know that the deadline for this scholarship application is February 26th. Thank you, Sherry. And uh, for 2021, I believe that there is a new initiative, which I know that both of us, all of us actually are very excited about. Could you talk about what we will be adding to the scholarship program in 2021? Absolutely. So we will be awarding five graduate students a $3,000 scholarship each Uh, This is a separate application process, and it will open March 1st and close April 30th. The same eligibility requirements apply. And at the um, end of this podcast, we will talk about how to, you know, reach Caroline, how to reach us for additional questions. But I would just encourage everybody to stay tuned for um, further announcement on that particular program. And I'd also like to circle back to something too, Mike. Um, In 2020, we actually launched 
trade schools and vocational schools. We added those to our list of regular, um, you know, undergrad applications in the undergrad scholarship program. So please know that we are trying to meet the needs of the community in a variety of ways. And we're super excited to continue to shift and expand our program. Thanks, Sherry. And uh, I would say about trade schools is that I don't think we had any takers on a trade school last year. We did not. No, but uh, one thing I would say is, you know, trade school graduates really earn good money and they have successful careers. So if that's something that you would rather do instead of going to a four-year university, uh, please consider a trade school and know that uh, we are here to assist. So we look forward to getting those applications for trade school. We hope we'll we'll get some applicants for 2021. And going back to the graduates, I'm excited about that because we have been asked over the years, do you have any scholarship programs for um, graduate degree uh, participants? And we always say, no, we're, we're just undergrads. So that's also exciting too. And uh, I hope that uh, all five of those slots will be filled this year. So our next pillar going to uh, Hope and Wellness, which is our third pillar, uh, that is something, Sherry, that you know all about because you are the Director of Programs for the EUD Warrior Foundation. So could you uh, tell us uh, what type of retreat offerings this year will we have and also who qualifies to uh, apply for a retreat with the foundation? Sure. So our retreat offerings for this year are going to encompass spouses, warriors, both male and female, and members of the EOD family. We are working with our partner organizations to ensure the safety and health of everyone that attends, um, in, including our staff. We have to be cautious with them, too, and, and care for them. So, um, you know, the challenges last year of COVID was very difficult because we didn't have the face-to-face interaction and we are kind of slowly implementing other programs this year to um, maybe reduce the size a bit of the actual participants for each retreat but to ensure that there is some interaction face-to-face and as long as we're safe that's cool so as far as qualifying um, if you are an EOD dependent, spouse, warrior, uh, Gold Star family, White Star family, uh, you know, and we offer a retreat and you have an affiliation with the EOD community, then you are a deserving applicant. So that's, that's who um, gets to apply for our programs. So Sherry, uh, with the precautions that were taken for COVID, and we know that our retreat partners that we work with are also taking those precautions as well, and, and they're still in place. Um, what what pivot, uh, one of the things I want to talk about, which I found interesting and actually was kind of successful, is that we offered virtual programming. We started that last year. Could you talk about some of the virtual programs that we had last year, what they are, and what are the plans for 2021? Right. So we were really delighted to partner with the Maddie Kelly Arts Foundation in 2020 to offer a meditative, creative art practice called Zentangle. And the director of programs, Melanie Moore, actually taught the virtual workshops. We did two sessions in one day and it was very successful. We got a lot of great feedback and we are offering yet an another opportunity, two opportunities actually in 2021. One is offered uh, March 12th and the other one is in June. Um, The March 12th program 
is has already launched as far as the application. You can find it on our Facebook page. And um, we encourage anyone from the EOD family to apply. And basically, we get together for two time slots on one day, and you get to learn this creative practice. And it's very, very soothing and calm. And Melanie does a great job. And in fact, we did a podcast with Melanie earlier in 2020. Um, It's episode 11, and it's called Art for the Heart. But you could certainly listen to that to learn more about the Zentangle practice and also other programs that the Maddie Kelly Arts Foundation holds for veterans and families. Thanks, Sherry. And also, uh, there's another program that I believe is going to be offered this year. And could you talk a little bit about the cognitive-based compassion training? What is that? I can. It is a program that is scientifically based. And actually, our executive director completed the program. And it really explores the science behind um, compassion and having compassion and also the science behind the meditative practice and really boils down to how you respond versus react to any sort of situation, whether it's um, a crisis, whether it's a joyful situation or, or what, whatever it may be, but it's just um, just another way to practice daily health and self-care. So we're going to actually offer two sessions in 2021. That application will be launched as soon as I have all of the details ready. And, um, and it's, it's really quite good. I, I did one session, one training session, Mike. So I got a little bit of taste of, of what it's about, but, um, it's, it's pretty reflective and, and just, I don't know. I think if you, I don't think there's one way to do anything. Um, I think if you can try multiple things and find something that sticks in order for you to live a better life, uh, from the inside out. I think you should try it. So it is uh, pretty much a meditation practice that, that you would learn? It, it has meditative practice, you know, woven into it. Well, Absolutely. And mindfulness and as mindfulness, well. And mindfulness, right, yes. Very popular today. Yes. Okay. And uh, so what else uh, are we looking at doing in 2021? Well, I think I would love for the listening audience to know that we are always evaluating new programs that add value and meet the needs of the EOD family. So just be rest assured that we're, we're just constantly looking and trying to find things that are, are meaningful. Thanks, Sherry. So the last uh, pillar that we're going to talk about that is the foundation of what we offer at the EOD Warrior Foundation is uh, EOD Memorial Care. And that is uh, headed up by our coworker, Melissa Moe Tackett, Uh, Mo pours her heart and soul into taking care of the EOD Memorial, which is located at the Navy Schoolhouse here outside of Eglin Air Force Base. And uh, some of the new things that are coming up is that we're looking at putting uh, benches. We're going to have some new benches for the memorial, and they should be in place by March of uh, 2021. And one of the things that uh, Mo did is that she personally harvested seeds from the sago palms that grow around the memorial. And uh, she is going to be putting those out as far as offering those up for interested persons to come online, look at them, and you can uh, purchase those. And you can grow your own uh, Sega palms that were harvested from the EOD Memorial Grounds. Mm -hmm. 
and that news also should be released very soon. Uh, the other thing is that we're planning to do for 2021 is uh, what we've always done, which uh, has been a little bit difficult due to COVID, and that is uh, we attend every EOD graduate ceremony there at the uh, memorial, and uh, that'll be held ongoing for 2021. And, of course, we know there's been some changes due to COVID, restrictions, et cetera, but we hope to continue doing those going forward. Absolutely. And, you know, for everyone, we have to abide by the guidelines that NASCAR EOD puts out for us to follow. And we're very respectful and have a great relationship with with the schoolhouse. So um, when when we can be there, we're certainly there. And when they tell us we can't, then we abide by that. So one of the things I'd love to kind of weave into this, Mike, when you were talking about attending the EOD graduation ceremonies, um, there is such an important piece of connecting with these new graduates of EOD school and this new generation of EOD technicians and their families. And we understand that, you know, um, leadership at various EOD units and commands and battalions change continuously, but we would appreciate all of the support that the commands and leadership actually give the EOD Warrior Foundation as far as um, making sure our new graduates and folks that are within their units understand that the EOD Warrior Foundation is their foundation and we exist for the Explosive Ordnance Disposal community and their families. Thanks, Sherry. So we've talked about the four pillars and and done a wrap up on that and discussed what they are, what we've done in 2020 and, and what changes, if any, we're going to make in uh, 2021. So now we're going to talk about the events themselves, which uh, we've, we spoke of briefly and kind of share with you all of them that we have planned for this year. So what is on tap for 2021? Okay. Well, I just want to preface first that all of the events that are currently planned are going to be based on COVID guidelines within each individual county and state. So please keep that in mind. So we have the polar bear plunge, the chili plunge, and the Schwartz plunge happening. We have poker runs with the American Legion and other motorcycle groups. We have rowing with mutts with a mission and warriors. This is the second year that we've actually done that the EOD pistol match and raffle, the EOD 136, and the EOD cycling series that's typically held in Virginia and Nevada, California, um, that will potentially expand to more areas in 2021. And Mike, I know you have a personal experience with uh, the polar bear plunge this year. Can you share a little bit about that? Well, thanks, Sherry. It's probably a little embarrassing, but... uh... Mo and Caroline and myself, we uh, jumped in the water uh, for the polar plunge, and uh, we got that on our Facebook page, and we tried to pretend we were cold, but I I think the palm tree in the back gave us away. <laughs> just, just a little bit. Maybe the steam coming off the pool might have been a different but indicator. For, but for uh, those listeners out there who are actually going to do it in the cold, God bless you, and thank you. Yeah, and, it's... A- uh, yeah. <laughs> It's for a great cause. It's I, awesome. I've seen some of those videos in the past, and yeah, that was really cold. Yeah, very, and, very cold. And one of the things, too, that was actually kind of surprising uh, to me was uh, the bicycling series that was held last year in Virginia, Nevada, and California. Uh, those events went off very well. We had great participation. Everybody was safe, and 
and we're looking forward to expanding that uh, again in 2021. So, mm-hmm. and then of course the 136 with all the units uh, across all four branches of service that do such a fantastic job uh, raising donations for us. Thank you so much, and along with everybody else that participates in all of these events, our our motorcycle groups and, mm-hmm. and enthusiasts, and just everybody, uh, our our gun enthusiasts, and and those who are also rowing for months with a mission and uh, Warriors, which we're going to do for our second year. Really looking forward to that. Yeah. I mean, we certainly couldn't run this organization without the support of everyone out there. And, you know, we just appreciate it so much. So, Sherry, uh, one of the things that we do need to talk about that's that's coming up is uh, the most important week to those of us in the foundation. Uh, 2020 was uh, very much unusual. It it created a big challenge for us. I think we met that. Um, We had to do, we had to do it in a different way. And I think we're, we're looking at doing it in a different way again this year. So could you talk about the EOD Memorial weekend that's coming up? Uh, What, what are we planning? Do we have any backup plans and, and how can folks uh, learn more and keep abreast of what's happening? Absolutely. So, as Mike said, the EOD Memorial Weekend is is a very special weekend to the community at large. And right now, we are working on a hybrid version of the weekend. And this consists of limited in-person events and online offerings. So, so much is dependent on the pandemic even still. And we just ask for your grace and patience and stay tuned to our social media platforms so that you can continue to get updates. Um This year, the auction will be in person and online, and the EOD Memorial Ceremony Saturday morning will have a live feed. Uh, Mo is working with volunteers across the globe in reference to coordinating smaller gatherings for the EOD Ball, and this is a very select and limited areas around the globe. So she is working very hard on coordinating all of that effort. Right. And uh, certainly the details, I think, about those are also going to be coming out as they unfold. Um, There's been some preliminary contacts with individuals that are that are volunteering to host these. And so, yeah, so just stay tuned for that one. Yeah, for sure. But please know we're doing all that we can to to make this as special as possible, um, despite you know, the challenges that we're continuing to face in 2021 with, with COVID and the pandemic. So Sherry, to also wrap some other things up, uh, what else would you like to share? Well, we do have a special project that is brewing um, here in 2021, and our development officer, Patricia Adelman, has been working hard on. And basically, we're trying to put together an all-volunteer uh coordination event to honor EOD fallen servicemen and women that are laid to rest in other locations. Um, We, like I said, we're working on this volunteer-based project and we're looking at placing an EOD flag and a American flag on the final resting places of of our EOD fallen. Um, Or, you know, when I say the term fallen, um, this can be a family member that maybe passed away from an illness uh, or or some other you know cause we think it's important to be inclusive and we're trying to honor the needs and the 
the requests that have come to us through our community. So Patricia is working very hard on making that happen this year. And uh, what about EUD spouses clubs? What, what updates do you have on that? Well, um, again, this is Patricia's wheelhouse. She's our development officer, and she is engaged with many EOD spouse clubs around the United States and, and abroad. And what she has asked is that if we have active duty spouses who are um, married to active duty service members, EOD service members, and you're engaged with the spouses club, if if you have a personal story that you would like to share with the Spouses Club about the services that the EOD Warrior Foundation has maybe provided to you or a friend or just speak about the EOD Warrior Foundation in general, um, you know, we would appreciate you sharing your story with them because they've been very supportive of our organization and, and we would like to continue that partnership and are very pleased with it. And Sherry, uh, last, I'd uh, like to talk about our podcast. Uh, this is the 26th episode of Behind the Warrior podcast. And I can't believe that we've done 25 of them already. And uh, time time flies really, really fast, that's for sure. But uh, I want to thank you, Sherry, for, for being a partner in this endeavor to carry out these podcasts. It has been an honor and a joy to work with you. And uh, I just I just appreciate having you on this journey with me. Likewise, Mike. Yep. And uh, the other thing I'd like to say, too, is I want to say a thank you again, uh, going back to our EOD spouses in Virginia Beach, who without them, we would not be here today. Um, they were pivotal in, in getting this started. And because of COVID, we we had to do something different. And, and so the podcast was born. Um, if you haven't had a chance, uh, check out the, the podcast that we've recorded uh, we have those on our Facebook page, and we also have those on our EOD Warrior Foundation resource library. Uh, it's located at the bottom there. And I've, I really, really uh, like the content of what we've put out so far in so much as as the family caseworker, in addition to working grants, the other things that uh, are very important to folks are, are having access to resources, organizations, uh, individuals, et cetera, that, that can make a difference in providing care services to our EOD techs, their families, uh, veterans as general. So I just want to say thank you to all of our guests who have shared uh, their personal stories and uh, talked about their passion and their programs, uh, which I which I think are fantastic. So Take a listen to those, and uh, I'm, I'm sure that uh, you will definitely learn something and hopefully maybe even be able to participate in what they have to offer. One of the things, Sherry, is that uh, really surprises me is we have how many uh, downloads so far? 1,500. We're about 3,500 from getting agents and going to Hollywood. Is that right? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, sure. Uh, but the one of the things that really surprised me was that uh, we we have been listened to across the U.S., of course, and, and in Europe, uh, which kind of makes sense. But even in uh, South America and Australia, so to our friends on those continents who have been listening to us, thank you. I don't know why, but thanks. That's yeah, pretty cool. So, it is pretty cool. Yeah. So thank you to all of our listeners. And for uh, 2021, we, we uh, hope to continue to bring you Behind the Warrior podcast. We are still... Uh, on the lookout and searching for subjects and individuals that we hope you will find interesting and informative. So 
be on the lookout for that. Yeah, absolutely. And if you have an idea, please feel free to share it with us. You can contact myself at sherry at eodwarriorfoundation.org or call the office and I mean or go to the info at on our website and and ask for Mike or I and share share what you feel may be an important topic and we definitely consider that. Yeah, absolutely. Well, looking ahead and to close this particular episode out, we just want to say that we too are anxious to get back together for face-to-face events and Everyone's safety is of, a, of utmost concern to us, and please know we're doing our best navigating through the planning of 2021 and keeping everybody's, um, you know, everybody in mind. So um, thank you again for your continued support and generosity to the EOD Warrior Foundation. To learn more about our organization, you can go to our Facebook page, EOD Warrior Foundation. You can go to our website, which is www eodwarriorfoundation.org and as for the podcast you can find us on both of those platforms in addition to your favorite podcast platform so please listen and subscribe and we thank you for your time thank you everybody and stay safe stay safe and healthy (laughs) thank you for listening to our behind the warrior podcast this series is provided to you by the eod warrior foundation to learn more please visit us on Facebook or at eodwarriorfoundation.org. And don't forget to tell a friend.